what is up, you guys? You are listening to the Insanity Podcast with your hosts, Haley and Christy. And we are back with another episode. Episode 10. To be exact. We hope you guys had an amazing weekend. It's Tuesday. It's Tea Tuesday. Tipsy Tuesday. We love to see it. We hope you're excited because we are. And we are back with the TikTok news. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Let's wah, wah, wah. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> to start the TikTok news off on a funny note, <laughs> I just watched this TikTok. So there is a child that is probably, I'd say, between the ages of 8 and 10. Okay. If that. So a young child, again, who's allowing this person to have a TikTok? No clue. Mm-hmm. But it's just of the kid's hand and it's holding a paintbrush <gasps> on I the know floor. What you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and it's full of Ooh. white paint. And the kid is explaining how his mom wouldn't let him have a lollipop. He's like, My mom wouldn't let me have a lollipop. So he goes, Mom, Mom. And the mom's like, What? And she comes in. <laughs> and then as soon as she walks in, he rubs the paint all on the carpet. All over it. And it's that hideous, like, emerald green carpet. Like so I'm almost green. hoping it was a joke. And they're like, we're getting rid of the carpet. Do you guys want to make a funny TikTok? I, I can only hope. I would have been crucified, sacrificed. The wooden <laughs> spoon would have been out. My dad would have thrown us off the balcony, off a cliff. And the TikTok was funny. And I actually, like my jaw dropped when I watched it because I was thinking about how my own father would have reacted in that situation. (laughs) But the funniest part of the whole thing was I went to the comments (laughs) and the number one liked comment said, Hey, tell juice world. I love his music. (laughs) (laughs) Juice world's dead in case you didn't know. Oh no, 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 no. (laughs) So honestly, it's just like, some sometimes it's like the TikTok is funny and then you look at the comments and it makes it like 11 times it's funnier. It's way better than. And it oh just, yeah. It honestly it brings some uh, my my faith back in humanity that we have some you know some some humor. Mhm. People have some jokes. Yeah, I remember seeing some comments being like and thank you for the birth control reminder. <laughs> yeah. I will be taking my pill right now. Thank yep. you so much. Oh, in That's actual nice. news, you guys would love to see it. I saw a TikTok that said that scientists have now identified 24 super habitable planets that are better suited for life than Earth. Where and why aren't we going? That's what I'm saying. They are supposed to be like warmer, more humid and larger so that they can possibly hold a more even more diverse amount of life than we even do here on Earth. But the reason why we haven't really noticed them before is because we've always been looking for something that's identical to earth or Mm -hmm. lesser, but these are super habitable planets. Like they're even better than earth. Where? Like how? And how did they just now find out? No idea. None. None clue. Parallel universe. Parallel universe. Elon's lighting up a Tesla right now. Maybe. (laughs) I saw this one TikTok of somebody who's doing what they call cloud bursting. And this, (laughs) I know it sounds kind of crazy. This girl or lady person 
is um, <laughs> she <laughs> zooms in on one cloud. Like she's just looking at the sky and she's like, I'm going to show you how I do cloud bursting. She points out this like smaller, wispier looking cloud. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to make that cloud completely disappear. And she just chooses a random one, obviously. And she just manifests it to disappear. And she's like, all I'm doing is focusing on the cloud and telling it it no longer exists. And in real time, you can see the cloud absolutely vanish, which is, I mean, clouds do that. But why did she decide to pick the one cloud that would disappear to disappear? So really what you're telling me is that she has a direct energy weapon in her eyeballs. Yeah, but apparently we all do. What? No, I mean, have you also (laughs) seen the people who they uh, like they light incense and you know how the smoke just kind of like moves with the air? Oh, yeah. If you stare at it and focus on it, Uh you can tell it to go just straight up. And people change the direction of the smoke to just go absolutely stick straight. Well, that's like those people who I think that are faking it that think that they can bend metal when they really focus on it. They're like, oh, my God, I have a spoon. And, okay, I can can bend a fucking spoon. I mean, I'm on that TikTok, and I don't know why. Like, I'm on... I'm on telekinesis TikTok. We love that. I don't know how I got there, but I'm enjoying it. Oh my gosh. Actually, this this thing that this girl said shook me a little bit to the core. She goes, she it's literally just like a five second TikTok, and this girl goes up to her mom and she goes, Mom, our bones are wet. Ew. Our bones are wet right now. Yeah. They're yeah. really wet. Ew. And I sat there and I thought about it and I was like, Oh my God, she's Ew. right. Especially because They're the term soaking is soaking wet, or like the phrase is "dry as a bone." No, yeah, that's a not, false. Not an interior bone. No, they're soaked. They're soaked. Ew, they're just sitting in. Ew. Ew. But at least they're not like spongy soaked. They're just real wet. I'm glad they don't mold. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't mold. They're encased in, in our skin and it's dark inside your body ew it's oh, pitch dark it ew. <laughs> <laughs> no things that i never wanted to think things about you can't unthink no i think the last actually kind of news related thing i mean it looked real apparently in finland they need to fucking relax because they have a pilot program that has a dog that can sniff out COVID from human sweat samples. What? So in airports in Finland, people volunteer to like collect a sweat sample from uh-huh. like their neck or something. And then they proceed like their version of TSA proceeds to put it in like a bin and they have this psycho dog that can sniff out immediately if somebody has COVID. A, I think that's false. Don't know how that works. Yeah. B, ew. C, still don't know how that works. I think it's false because COVID's like the flu. So essentially, why couldn't they say, oh, I probably shouldn't say that. I'm going to get, I'm going to get censored. <laughs> You're going to get canceled. <laughs> I'm going to get killed and canceled. But still, it's like. What if it's somebody who just has a cold or something? I well, don't yeah, understand. and also if you're going through security and they're letting you through, but then they after the fact find out you have COVID, you can't. Should they have not let you through? Well, when in security, if they find that you have it, you can't go. Oh, through. it's immediate. Yeah, testing. Oh, I thought they meant no. Just it's like, immediate because the dog will literally like do something that says yes, this is COVID, and the dog will do something that's like no, it's not. 
Wow. I don't believe it. Finland. For three seconds. Finland, you're lying. That is the TikTok news. Boo doo 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 doo. First on the syllabus today, we have Miss Haley. Miss Haley, what do you have for us today? I'm playing off of, if you guys haven't already listened to last week's episode, which if you haven't, offended, but Christy so kindly explained <laughs> the various conspiracies that are on the dollar bill. Incredible. 12 out of 10. I did do that. Um, and then she vaguely, very minutely mentioned a few things that kind of roundaboutly related to the fact uh, that I possibly have ties to the Freemasons. Oh, just possibly. <laughs> I may have hinted at that. But on that note, I am going to be talking about Freemasonry. So strap in tea. It's it's very much tea, let me tell you. If you want to know the true Britannica online definition of Freemasons, they describe it literally as a secret organization. Wow. <laughs> so they're just going to lay it all out there. They're really giving you the hard facts. Great. Um, but it is the largest worldwide secret society, known secret society, I should really? say. Yes. It's literally widespread across the whole entire world, and it's essentially a fraternal order of free and accepted Masons, so fraternal means men, so obviously it was only for men originally, and even still to this day, I think there's like maybe an offshoot that does allow women, but it's pretty much just a man's only club i'm offended i am too the freemasons evolved from these guilds of stonemasons and cathedral builders back in the middle ages so hmm. this is why i'm saying there's a lot that you could talk about but that's essentially where things started and that's kind of where the name comes from from like freemasons okay um so essentially these stone workers and stonemasons and cathedral builders in the middle ages kind of created their own fraternities of sorts um, that would use secret words and symbols to kind of help their legitimacy within their craft. So it's like you knew who was a good good mason and who wasn't, who could build things or whatever. I don't okay. really know, but that's kind of the gist of it. Um, and also to protect their building work from outsiders, essentially. So okay. that's kind of, at least from what I've read, that's kind of how it started. And then it kind of evolved and spread um, with the advance of the British Empire. So it was very popular popular in Europe and in Britain. And so then obviously when we came to colonize the United States, it then spread that way. Um, so like I said, it's obviously very widespread. But the thing that I was most interested in is how it impacted the United States of America and what it has to do with here. Um, and that's it's, all we care about. It's pretty crazy, actually. <laughs> um, the requirements to be a Freemason, more or less, are just that you have to be an of age adult male who believes in the existence of some sort of supreme being. It's not a religion. Mm -hmm. You can believe in whatever God you want, but you can't be an atheist. If you're an atheist, get out. Really? Cannot join. Interesting. Because if you look at their the symbol of Freemason, you know the the it kind of looks like a one triangle and another triangle and the G in the middle. Yeah. So what that actually is, um, it's a it's a Masonic square and compass, and then in the middle is a G. So hmm. a square is they both 
mean something symbolically as far as how they like to lead their life but it stems back to masonry and building and then the g in the middle stands for both just general god or geometry so geometry huh. obviously to stem back to yeah. masons like i said um, but then the G is just general for God. So it's like you have to believe in some sort of supreme being. So it doesn't matter if you're like a, it doesn't matter really what religion you are. As long as you believe that there's something, then you're Gucci. What you if you're a the Satanist club. and you believe it's the devil? It didn't say you couldn't. If that's what you think is your God. Yeah. I mean, I didn't read anything that said no. It just said atheist, nay, See out. yourself out. Yeah. So very that's interesting. Very, very interesting. Essentially, it's benevolently, benevolently, why can't I say that? Benevolently seen as a brotherhood of like-minded people, and they just want to do good in the world. Okay. So that's, that sounds harmless. Y- yes. What could go wrong? In Freemasonry, there are three basic levels, and they are called apprentice, fellow of the craft, and then a master mason. So technically, it's like a first degree, second degree, and third degree. Mm -hmm. And that's the general gist. Okay. And I know how we talk about how there are 32nd and 33rd Mm -hmm. degree Masons. So I've come to find in my research that it all varies depending on the right and the guild and the organization that you're a part of because 32nd and 33rd degree and the other things can be looked at as honors. 33rd degree Mason is known in the scottish rite of masonry so there are different kind of forms of masonry and a 33rd degree mason is like the highest form of masonry that you can be in the scottish rite okay but then i've also read on (laughs) freemason message boards (laughs) that they think that it's like the one two and three degrees and then after that you can be given honors which could be the 32nd degree the 33rd degree and it's like You're still like the highest of the highest. Yeah. But they view it as it's like the first, second and third degree. You're like a master Mason. But then you could also have a 33rd degree honor. So like you get granted like an award. Exactly. Congrats. You're Mm -hmm. 30 degrees higher than me. But you mean you never know. Maybe they're posting that online to throw you off guard. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm sure that they're not giving their secrets up. (laughs) If it's on the Internet, they can't be lying because... Everything I mean, on the internet's true, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and also what I found in my in my research is that Freemasons have been alive and well since the inception of our country, which is when I got very interested. And in fact, okay, so nine of the fifty six signers of the Declaration of Independence were Freemasons, and that's only by verifiable records. So it's possible <laughs> that there were more. But for people to trace back, there were for sure nine of the 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence that were Freemasons. That's essentially 20%. Yes. Jesus. then 13 of the 39 men who signed the United States Constitution were Freemasons. Okay. So we're getting stronger. And like, I mean, that's quite a bit. I mean, that's not like one guy who is a weird offshoot. That's like a third or something (laughs) yeah it's a third 13 out of 39 is exactly a third and even better yet to present day 14 of our presidents were freemasons i would think that'd be higher well and we've had 45 presidents how many 14 donald trump is 45 14 
Okay. And they say that okay. um, Lyndon B. Johnson would be the 15th, but he supposedly technically didn't get to the, like, the, the, fail the master mason or whatever. He just was, like, an apprentice. So Loser. they didn't fully c- consider him to be, like, the 15th president, but he was some, I mean, like, he, maybe he went to, like, a class or, like, whatever. He went to a meeting or something. That's so funny. What, so how do you go between degrees? What do you have to do? There are certain, I, it doesn't really tell you. It, I think it has to do with how long you were obviously with yeah. Freemasonry. But some of them get it pretty quick. It's like over a matter of months. You go from apprentice to, what was it, fellow of the craft to master mason. Like, with you could do it within a year easily. So what do you have to do sacrifice a I, bunch of... I don't really know. <laughs> Children. If there are any Freemasons out there, let me know. What do you have to do if to become a master mason? Listening are a Freemason. Let us see like the syllabus. <laughs> like what's in your packet when you first start? Right. And so I think with with that little of knowledge so far, there's clearly some sort of semblance of being within the creation of our country of Freemasonry. Like you can't deny that. It's yeah. not just like you know, some bullshit thing. Right. It's not, a, it's absolutely real. We're not making it up. Right. So in fact, let's take a look at the historic United States Capitol Cornerstone laying. Let us do that. So at the inception of our country, when George Washington started laying the foundation of the United States Capitol, he chose where the United States Capitol was going to be, and they did this huge ceremony for the cornerstone laying to build the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. This ceremony that took place was considered to be the grandest Masonic procession that had ever taken place. So our good old Georgie was a Mason? He was the highest Freemason. Oh, I forgot to tell you that. Love George that. Washington, our very first president of the United States of America, was the highest Freemason of that time period that there could be. And not to mention when we built the Capitol building and had this ceremony for the Capitol building of this cornerstone laying, it was this gigantic Masonic, um, I wouldn't say ritual, but procession. And almost every person there was somebody of Freemasonry and they did these things that they consider... um, I guess ritualistic there was something with like corn and wine or something like that and he and George Washington himself dropped this metal plate down in the ground and then they had like cannons going and all this stuff what an icon and that was literally like the start of our country wow isn't that crazy that so was in we're 1793 all based in this mm-hmm. actually much of Washington DC had been designed had been designed by the Freemasons and when I start thinking about this, I feel like I'm spiraling like Nicholas fucking Cage because it reminds me of National Treasure and like he would go around Washington, D.C. <laughs> trying to find clues. all this shit and like Freemasonry. But like that's kind of what that movie is based upon. And it's facts like yeah. Washington, D.C. was primarily built by Freemasons. And that's crazy. That and it's crazy. very interesting. So the beginnings of our country are for sure shrouded in Masonic people and ideals I feel like that's irrefutable. It just, it is what it is. Whether yeah. you think it's something legit or not. I mean, these people were Freemasons. <laughs> not that that was a bad thing at the time. But I would actually like to read what George Washington said about it because the way he phrased it, 
I mean, A, it makes you think like, wow, no wonder this guy was our first president. And also it makes me think that we're just fucking stupid now and we can't articulate things quite nearly as well as we did back no, in the day. not at all. So he said that he was very happy to be a Freemason and he saw that his quotes, it was founded in justice and benevolence and it was a grand, it was the grand object of Masonry was to promote the happiness of the human race. He then would go on to write, if Masonry has been a cloak to promote improper or nefarious acts, it's a melancholy, it's, oh my God, he is way too smart for me. (laughs) It is a melancholy proof that in unworthy hands, the best institutions may be made use of to promote the worst designs. So I think that's actually a very profound statement because basically what he's saying is that anything good can always be paraded around to actually conceal ill intentions. Sure. So the way he viewed it, at least what he wrote and what he said was this is for good. This is for good for mankind. But he was also saying it's very possible that this could be charaded around and used as a cloak to hide nefarious activity. Ooh. Which leads you to think like, ah, shit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's like, no, 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 guys, it's good. And then he's like, well, if you really knew. Right. But no, it's probably for good all, you know, behind the scenes. Exactly. And that could be kind of alarming because it's like, who even really knows what's actually happening with Masonic stuff anymore? Like, you don't even really know. So if we fast forward to 1828, this is where things get a little convoluted. So there was a guy named Captain William Morgan. He was a self... <gasps> Captain Morgan? <laughs> yes, Captain Morgan. Actually, <laughs> whoa, I didn't even think about that till now. <laughs> of course I Maybe did. Maybe this is how this all happened. Well, of course I fucking did. <laughs> he, I think he was more of a self-proclaimed Freemason. A f- self-proclaimed pirate? He was a self-proclaimed uh, <laughs> Captain Morgan. Yes. So he was like a whistleblower and he got blackballed from the Masons. So the way that I've read it a few different times, to me, it it reminds me of like a guy who really wanted to be in the club Mm -hmm. or who was kind of in the club and everyone was like, this guy sucks. Yeah. And kind of like kicked him out because he thought he was really cool or whatever. Yeah. And so when he got blackballed from the Freemasons, he threatened to leak all of their secrets. And he was writing a book that was supposedly like this huge expose on Freemasonry. And so apparently four Masons set fire to the publishing company of his book so that it wouldn't get published at the time. And then after that, this Morgan guy was arrested on a random petty charge of like not paying $2. I mean... Granted, back in the day versus now, two dollars yeah. isn't just two dollars. Still, but it's like nothing. It's a petty charge. So his publishers bailed him out, but then he was immediately rearrested for like some weird upcharged stealing or whatever, just something just not legit. And Somebody so they do be after him. Yes, and then. Somebody came that night to the jail where he was arrested, claiming to be his friend, bailed him out, walked him out, put him in a carriage. He was never seen again. Never seen again. Family, friends, nobody ever saw him ever again. Yikers. He got yeeted out. He done got killed. It's very interesting because this, uh, this instance 
is what led to the very first third party of the United States of America because we've always been predominantly a two-party system Mm -hmm. with voting. It's like some offshoot of the Democrats and some offshoot of the Republicans. But you know how sometimes we have, you know, like the whatever, Libertarians and the Green Party or whatever. So the very first third party was the anti-Masonic party. Ew. So the fact that there was enough opposition to something that people would be like, oh, it's not really a real thing. The fact that there was a third party that wanted to run for presidency within the inception of the United States that was against the Freemasons so much really makes you wonder. <laughs> That's And then, of course, it fizzled out like four years later, probably because they didn't want it to become a thing. So let's talk about some notable Freemasons within our history. And just because these are ones that are listed or we know of, doesn't mean that's the entire list like yeah because i've learned that in freemasonry you don't you obviously don't have to proclaim that you are a freemason so i mean there could be tons of people that are freemasons and we just don't know it that's kind of scary but the people who we have evidence that have been proclaimed are as follows the one that i found to be uber uber (laughs) interesting tim horton Really? The NHL player and donut connoisseur is a Freemason. Oh, what? You believe that? No. No, me either. Harry so Houdini. every time you buy a little <laughs> thing of donut holes. You were donating to the Illuminati. Whoa. Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, so Tim Horton is apparently a Freemason. Harry Houdini was a Freemason, which really doesn't surprise yeah, me Yeah, I mean, that not much. surprising, but still kind of like, huh. Um, Paul Revere was a Freemason. George Washington, like we discussed, was a Freemason. 14 of our presidents were a Freemason. Chuck Schumer is a Freemason. (laughs) Chuck Schumer. I repeat, Chuck Schumer is a Freemason. No, 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 no. Are we surprised? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not. Yikey. Yikes is right. You. Um, You might find this to be extremely interesting. There's a man, and he goes by the name of Adam Weishaupt. Weishaupt? Okay. He is the founder of the Bavarian Illuminati. He started as a Freemason and broke off to create the Bavarian Illuminati. And I know that we were talking about the bloodlines of the Illuminati. Yeah. And so... What's the... What's, I was oh, trying to find the, the difference. It's very hard because Cabal, Freemason, and Illuminati are all... It, it's very hard to define between the three. They are different. I think there are differences in things, I think. But there's supposedly like a Bavarian Illuminati and there's like the Illuminati bloodlines, which are different. But way back in the day, there was a guy named Adam Weishaupt. I think it was in like the 17 or 1800s. And he founded the Bavarian Illuminati, which I think is more of like the mainstream Illuminati. I could be wrong, but... Illuminati also just means the enlightened group. Yeah. So it's, it, I mean, there's lots of different offshoots of the right. Illuminati. Yeah. And the, like the modern day Illuminati is not actually connected to the Illuminati. Right. It's, it's basically just, this is why we don't really know. Yeah. It's just like, you, you know, like little pieces, uh-huh. but you can't quite connect what is where. Interesting. So that guy was originally a Freemason. Okay. Left and started his own thing. Sure. Um, 
when I tell you this, you're going to be like, what the fuck? So like I said, 14 of our presidents were Freemasons. Harry Truman was our 33rd president. And he was the only president who received the 33rd Supreme Council of Scottish Rite Masonry. I was going to say, if you decide to say he's 33rd president and 33rd degree, you're out of here. That could have not been on purpose, right? The, I, I feel like they almost just gave it to him because maybe, but like, that's weird. Our 33rd president received the 33rd yeah. degree masonry. Yeah. Come on. I mean, a coincidence is Come a coincidence on. until it isn't right. That's weird. That is very weird. And one of the most arguably influential justices, Supreme justices that we've ever had mm-hmm. Earl Warren Chief Justice of the Supreme Court yeah. was a Freemason. How many degrees? He was a pretty high Freemason. He wasn't the highest, yes. but like he was the, the Chief Justice from 53 to 69. Oh, I forgot to tell you the best one. Your own <laughs> goddamn grandpa. <laughs> well, that true. Buzz Aldrin no. just recently came out and told people that he's actually a Freemason. Really? The man on the moon himself who oh. is still alive was what a if Freemason. He- what if he put Freemasons on the moon? Like, put some, like, little it's sprinkles of it. I don't doubt anything anymore. You want to know who else was a 33rd degree Mason? Mr. Disney. Newt Gingrich. Really? Is a 33rd degree <laughs> Mason. Oh. Am I actually that surprised? No. No. But also, yo. Don't what? forget our man, J. Edgar Hoover. Mr. President himself. <laughs> J. Edgar Hoover, the poet. <laughs> no, he's an author. No, author, the, sorry. The FBI founder. Oh, that's true. That's true, actually. That's so sus. The The is founder great. of the FBI was a Freemason. Like, really? I And he came up again when I was researching things today. Jesus. And I was like, sus. There's just a lot of stuff in Freemasonry that obviously has been the foundation of our country. Whether you want to admit it or not, mm-hmm. that's not my choice. Mm. I um, think it's kind of given. But then, yeah, to to go on to our conversations from last week, yes, my grandfather was a Freemason. Yeah, <laughs> give us a little bit of tea. Just a little spill. So a tiny bit of tea. So, yeah, so my grandpa was actually a member of the Freemasons. Iconic. Of, and we Here in the Insanity <laughs> Podcast, we have our own Illuminati alumni. Ha- hello? We've, this whole time, been conspiring <laughs> against her, and she's sitting right in front of us. Love to see it. Can you believe it? Welcome. I'm your master I'm... mason. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. To the extent of which his degree was, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Probably 33rd. However, he became a member in 1961. Holy shit. So, that, I mean, that was quite a long time ago. He... Of course, before I got into my crazy conspiracy person that I am today, when I was a child growing up, obviously, he every single day would wear his symbol of Freemasonry ring that mm-hmm. had the the square and compass with the G logo on it. Yeah. They all have these rings, whatever. Like his class ring. Yeah. Wore it every mm-hmm. single day. And then when he was getting fancy, he had a bolo tie Ooh. that had also the same symbol on it. Mm-hmm. that he would wear every once in a while. 
And then my mom, my mother, my mother, <laughs> I asked her for this segment of the podcast. I asked her to hopefully try to answer a question for me about my grandfather. <laughs> and she decides to tell me now in my 27th year that he, every single day, carried around these cards that he had received from the Freemason Lodge that he was a part of uh-huh. that obviously explained the symbolism within each symbol that applies to Freemasonry and how they apply that to how they expect a man to live out his modern day life or mm-hmm. whatever, to do good in the world or whatever. But he carried these around every single day. Like I did not know little, that. Like almost little like little cards. Bible cards. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're like, like the size of a business card. Yes. Probably in his wallet. Yep. And it just like reminded him why he was doing what he was and doing. And she has the audacity to <laughs> tell me that he probably wasn't really that involved. Oh, yeah. No, probably not that much. I wait, don't okay, wait, buy so you're it. admitting it? Like <laughs> if I were your mom, I would have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? He wasn't a Freemason. Are you crazy? No, he wasn't that involved. He's oh. not that involved. He only wore the ring every not fucking day. That and involved. uh carried these cards around every day and Got it's it. fine mm-hmm. and was a member starting in nineteen sixty one. But yeah. on that same token, I would like to at least think in my mind that remember how I said that Freemasonry is good. Yes, they it's teach a positive. good things, but I think that there can be a cloak of, in the quotes of George Washington, uh, a cloak of nefarious activity. Yeah. So I'm not saying that my grandfather participated in any nefarious activity. Yeah, no. But I don't he used think he that was... as a way to lead his life. Yeah, I don't think he was at <laughs> uh, the Bohemian of. Grove. That I know of. I mean, he seems like a real straightforward kind of, you he know. He was a straight shooter if I ever A real great one. guy. That's some hot tea. That's my hot tea connection to the Freemasons. Chrissy, what do you have for us today? All right, mine's very much different. We love it. Um, this is something I used to talk about, like, back in high school with my friends. And sometimes it pops into my head. And it, I don't, it just always has stayed with me. Is your red the same as my red? What? Okay. Like the color? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to be talking about colors. I'm not talking about shades of red or like color blindness. Like, can you see red? Can I see red? Okay. Because that's normal. Those are like proven things. We know people are colorblind. Some people see red. Some people physically can't see red. Mm-hmm. I'm saying... Are we truly experiencing the same visual color when we call something the color red? I guess I probably wouldn't or know. any color. Right. Right? Uh-huh. So color technically, in our brains, it's an illusion we've created in our heads. You can, like, yes, color exists on the electromagnetic spectrum. And you can measure color and like the radio frequencies of color like there is red light yellow light right purple light blue light all that but it's like a matter of perception but when it comes to like the human condition or like human experience who's to say we're all seeing the same thing when we're calling what we're seeing the same name right 
I guess I wouldn't know. Right? <laughs> so isn't that confusing? Yes. So let's say we're both looking at like a yard of green grass. Okay. Say I'm saying that's green and my eyes are seeing, you know, like you would see the normal color green, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you're calling it green too. But maybe what your eyes are seeing is like my purple. But you've, but associated you've been it with told green. that that is green. Right. Ooh. It doesn't mean you're wrong. So wouldn't somebody then uh, right? I'm not say saying it's that not doesn't mean. Then? Well, there's no way to know what someone else is physically seeing, because we've all been trained to call whatever we're seeing uh-huh. as a specific color, right? But you can't see into someone else's eyes and f- like physically, illusionally see what they're seeing, right? Like I can't visually see what you're seeing mm-hmm. to make sure. Your red is the same as my red. Mm -hmm. But we've both been told what we're seeing, like that strawberry is is red. red. Right. But who's to say we're seeing the The same same hue? Mm, I don't know. Isn't that fucking spooky? I don't like that. So I like this got brought up back when I was, I don't for some reason, back when I was in high school, I remember talking about this to my friends and it fucking, it blew my mind. You guys got deep. I know. And it's something you, you, if you've never thought about it, you've never thought about it. So imagine trying to explain color to a person who has never seen anything in their life. A person born blind. No idea. Not only do they see things and not color, they can't, they've never seen anything. Right. Okay. Well, there's this one guy on YouTube, I guess. This is what I was reading that he's been blind his whole life. And he thinks it's like one of those strangest and like funniest things when people try to explain a color there's just no words you can use. You can't string together any specific like string of words that's going to make him actually see, see, feel a color. If I had to sit here and explain to you yeah. yellow, Try. I have no fucking clue where I'd start. Because I would probably relate it to something that's that something color that's yellow. and you wouldn't know. It would it does like there's just no way so what scientists Goodbye. call that is qualia, which here's the like rough definition. They're individual instances of subjective conscious experience. Okay. So it's basically like sensations that you can't truly explain or find the words for. But isn't we, that weird? Like, have you ever tried to explain to your boyfriend what it's like having cramps? Yes, and they and you're don't like understand. it feels like you're being stabbed, stabbed with a knife, but it really doesn't feel like that. No. It almost feels like you're being like wrung out. Yeah, like yeah. like you're wringing out a towel mm-hmm. while being stabbed, Inside. and then like also like can't see straight. Yeah, like there's no actual way you can describe yeah. it. Yeah, because it's a feeling, it's a sensation. Yeah, I constantly do that all Isn't the time, that and so it funny? never gets conveyed correctly. So apparently that's called qualia. If you ever need something that you're like, I don't know how to explain it. There's just no way to put it into words. That's what it is. Just shout the word qualia. Perfect. Okay. That's my new favorite Moving word. Moving on. I don't like that. Have a good time sleeping. Good night. Please go ask all your roommates what color you think something is and try to... To prove just, it. Just try to understand... If they're even seeing it correctly. It really hurts my you head. You would never know. There's no way to know. I need answers. And there are none. Can I submit <laughs> your uh, eyeballs? <laughs> can I submit a question? 
we I I would really like to propose that question to Elon and find He'd out what be the he person thought. who could figure it out. That's what I'm saying. I need to tell science daddy and be like, sir, what are your thoughts? He'd probably just go on a way more intelligent rant than I just did. I just think that that man is so ahead of our world. I need to ask him and find out if he because if he doesn't have an answer, then there's no answer. There, I'm convinced there is no scientific answer. That's that's the whole qualia of it all. It's a sensation and you can't you can't convince someone else of a sensation they've never experienced. Could you imagine what a fucking ride it would have been to have been Helen Keller? No, I don't conspiracy. I don't think Helen Keller exists. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's just no fucking way I could. You know what? I'm going to save it for a topic. The whole color thing is above my pay grade. I I don't even know where I would begin to describe a color. Makes you uncomfy. They're just like things. It's it's like it's like the TikTok of like wet bones. I don't want to <laughs> think about that. I've never actually thought about and it. And now you can't unthink it. And now I can't. It. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I can't stop thinking about it. So, I don't know. Thank you. I really Sorry to piss you off. Contribute c- c- uh, the contribution. contribution. Mhm. Thank you for that contribution to the podcast. That it's really my pleasure. Will uh, allow, not allow me to propel any further into my life existence. Yes. No, it will definitely ruin I'm most hindered. of your life. No, I'm, I'm definitely hindered. I, <laughs> I, I don't even think I'm going to be able to drive home at this point because I'm going to think about. You're going to look at the stoplights. What colors the stoplights are. And you're and just like, going to blow through Is it actually them. green? Is it actually red? <laughs> I don't know. I think it is. Just so we don't go to bed absolutely <laughs> mind fucked. What happened this week that you're a little happy about? Uh, you got a spray tan. Does that make you happy? Yes, I did. <laughs> I got a spray tan. I have to go to a wedding. COVID uh, uh, um, compliant, of course. Did you get like a rhinestone mask? Yes. Wow, iconic. Actually, a lace one. Ooh, sexy. <laughs> Super <laughs> protective. Ooh. Wow. Love that. Yeah. So uh, I got a spray tan. Nothing makes me feel better than not feeling um, the color of a piece of paper. But now that we've learned that what we all don't know a what piece color, <laughs> who knows? I have no idea. But I'm not pale. All right. I'm not pale. All right. I'll I love that, that for me. What about you? What happened good? What happened good? No, uh, I don't good know what you. happened good. Um, Anything good happened to you? I had really good barbecue for lunch today. Ooh, where? Little Miss Barbecue. <laughs> What'd you have? Brisket, mac and cheese, and grits. And I Fuck have off. no regrets. That sounds so good. <laughs> I'm so hungry now. Uh, yum. That was it. I mean, that was my highlight of the day. Except for really fucking with your brain. You guys... It's it's COVID. We're living on the simple things in life. You know, okay, like double carbing at lunch. Meals and spray tans. And then almost falling asleep afterwards. That's what we're living for. Yeah. You should subscribe to our podcast. We yeah. haven't asked that in a very long time. We haven't. No. Make sure you leave us a good review. Leave. Or, you know, even some cringe, constructive criticism. Cringing? Cringe-structive. <laughs> Some constructive criticism. Yes. Leave us a rating. A rating. Some comments on Instagram. 
DM us. Tell me how frustrated you are with my color theory thing. Follow us on all of our socials. The Insanity Podcast. Except, except for Twitter. Insanity Pod. That's right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We will talk to you next week. We appreciate you. And don't forget, the following matters. matters.